0: Two, three, four, yo! Super traders, welcome to the Ask Me Anything Betfair Trading Community Podcast. This is the podcast where, well, basically, you can ask me absolutely anything, and I go through and um, I answer your questions. So you can get help. It's really, really good, and it's a lot of fun, and I really, really enjoy doing it. And um, it seems to be you guys like it as well. The numbers are pretty good. I think Martin sometimes gets a little bit annoyed because my uh, he does way more podcasts than me, and um, this sometimes gets way more downloads than his. Whoopsie! Uh, so anyway, uh, we're going to kick it off, and um, I I usually do share a, a quote or an idea, and it usually comes from the James Clear uh, 321 newsletter, which I think everybody should be signed up on. Um, I think it's a great newsletter to be on, and um, you should definitely be on it. Okay. It's that simple. It's just one of those things. You should be on it. Now, one of the ideas that he shared this week was goals are for people who care about winning once. Systems are for people who care about winning repeatedly. I think that's really powerful. Um, Because people set goals like, oh, I want to make three grand from trading. Okay. Well, do you want to win repeatedly? That, That almost sometimes feels like, for me, when they set a monetary goal, I need to win three grand. It's almost like an accumulator boy. You know, Saturday afternoon, gone into town with his mates. Um, that used to be me, by the way. Um, going into Ladbrokes, um, picking five, six, seven, eight, nine teams, point a pound or two pound on, and already spending the money in your head of, that you're going to win that 200 grand. You know, you're going to win once. That's terrible. terrible. Um, but now systems, actually building a system, you know, you can win repeatedly. And I actually did build a system called the Super Trader system, which you can have for free. It's on this podcast. Go ahead and listen to it. Um, I can't remember what number of episode it is now, but it's really, really good. It's also on YouTube. And if you want to read it, you can read it. Um, so if you email info at betfairtradingcommunity.com, just put the subject line as Super Trader and just say can I get a Super Trader framework, we'll send it to you. Now the Ask Me Anything podcast, we're going to get into it now, it's the same every single week. We ask you three questions which are, what are you struggling with when it comes to trading? Is there anything else you want to ask me? Are you a member of BTC or not? Now it doesn't mean that I'm going to... Um, I'm going to answer any differently if you are a member or not a member. It just means that I know um, sometimes when you share your name as well, I can give a little bit more context on my answer if you're a member because I've probably spent some time seeing your posts on the community um, and whatnot. Okay, so we're going to get straight into it today and we have Alex kicking us off. So Alex is, (coughs) pardon me, is a member of BTC and is there, what are you struggling with when it comes to trading? Understanding getting matched. Hi Ryan, can you please explain a few things in basic terms to someone who is just starting out regarding to getting back and lay bets matched? How do you check liquidity and what does that mean for your bet? How do you know if you are likely to get matched at a better price? How far can you push the prices? What do the graphs on the market mean? How can you use that info and any other on Betfair to push the value in your favour? How do you decide, back or lay, depending on the state of the market? Lots of questions, but it would be really useful to know. Wow, Alex, there is a lot of, <coughs> pardon me, questions there. What um, what I'm actually going to do for you, Alex, is in the show notes of this very episode, I'm going to include a link to a playlist, a series of videos we did um on YouTube, and it was called Betfair Exchange Trading for Beginners, the ultimate guide for trading on the Betfair Exchange, because what we did with those videos is we broke down every section of trading, and we also, one of the things we did there was we also um, shared screens so we could actually explain things a little bit differently, which is definitely going to help you out so much more than um, me just giving you a talking explanation. What I actually... Think I think you need what really helps is to see that um, because you know I can I can say to you for example well the the money on the blue and pink boxes on the Betfair exchange of the market that that's how much is available to be matched but that doesn't really help you just me telling you that so I think you need to see that um, so I'm going to include that in the show notes. Um, And Alex, also, drop me a message on the community if you haven't... In fact, actually, that's a better... No, I'll leave it in the show notes, but also drop me a message on the community and I'll fire that over to you. Um, And I'll also make sure that you've got that once you send me a message, okay? Uh, Is there anything else you want to ask me? What's the best book that you've read recently that helped with trading forward slash bunnies? Oh, I'm not sure what you mean by bunnies, but... Um, the best book that I've read recently, i tell you what, I've read a lot of um, parenting books recently, um, a lot of parenting books. Best book that I have read recently on trading, I, I don't know, I read quite, I mean, one like, some of the best books I've read on trading, obviously, Trading in the Zone is must reading for every trader ever, everybody who's interested in Betfair trading should read that. Um the Psychology of Money is a really good one as well by Morgan Housel. He has a good podcast as well, ladies and gentlemen. You should probably listen to that. Um, but when it comes to sort of trading-related books, I'm reading a good one at the minute called Mastery, um, but that's not really trading-related, but that's talking about how people mastered their craft. And I think there's a lot of similarities Um to mastering your craft and to mastering your trading, and I did also hear something on was a was it a TV show? Yeah, I was watching Breakpoint on Netflix, the tennis one, and they said that you're only as good as your mind lets you, and that that's a really good thing I think to think about. Um, so yeah, anything mindset related for trading um, is good, um, and I read a lot more sort of businessy books. I can't really give you anything that I've read recently i like i like mastery that's a really good one that was recommended by a member to see how people have mastered their craft and one of the things that it always seems to sort of come back to is patience you know they actually they did the time and they had the patience to do that they they did that you know they kept going and they kept going and they kept going and you know that was that was probably a really good that's a really really good thing um cool so let's move on jet Uh, Okay. Jed is a member, uh, doesn't have anything else to ask, but does have a struggling one. I'm currently testing a second half goal strategy with small stakes. Entering the market for another goal around 60 minutes. I'm unsure... Or not to put the full stake on at 60 minutes or the split stake entering 60 and 75. Would love to hear your thoughts on split stakes, as I know you use it on your 1.5 goal strategy. I'm more mainly interested in how it affects record keeping and profit loss. As some games split staking, you would only be using 50 of the stakes if there is a goal between. Yeah, so um, I don't know. So let me say, I don't know if it would be best on this strategy that you're doing Because I don't use that strategy, I don't know. The only way to know would be to do it and to test it out. Now, the way that I built the split stake strategy, which will probably help you out a little bit, was I was looking to enter games slightly later and um, I noticed that goals were being... If I got in at like 30, 35 minutes and a goal was scored later in the window that I was involved in the trade, then, um, you know, I wouldn't get as much profit because the odds, you know, the odds wouldn't have jumped up as high. And um, the gap sort of between when I got in and when I got out wasn't as big as it could have been. And I was losing value doing that because I was getting in and it was ticking, ticking, tick, 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 tick down all the time. And then it did, it increased by me going, well, oh, do you know what? The price is pretty good at like 50 minutes. Maybe I should just wait. But then I went, oh, but do you know what? If I wait, I'm not getting anything then because I'm going to miss out a huge percentage. And I was like, hang on a minute. Why don't I just split my steak? Drop it in half. I'm going to increase my average, the the price, the average odds. Because if I've got in at 30 and 50, then you put those two together. Yeah, I'm going to increase that. So then what I did was just put another um, couple of rows, columns, sorry, on my spreadsheet. So I would just then be able to track it. You know, It does affect your record keeping because you're only putting half the stake in, but that's fine. You just have like um, entry one, entry two. So sometimes you'll be working out the profit and loss on entry one only. Sometimes you'll be working out on entry one plus entry two. It was just that simple. So that's where you put that extra couple of rows in, and then sometimes you might only be putting five pound down. You sometimes you're putting ten pound down, for example. So that's just how I would do it and how I'd work it out. So I definitely give it a go. Um, I think it's really solid. I think it's a really, really good way of doing it if you're looking at goals, especially if you're looking if you're finding games that have a lot of goals in. You know, you're getting in at sixty minutes. Okay cool. Now, if nothing else is happening and it's 70, 75 minutes, you're, the price of a goal, like the value on your side is going to be massive. Now you put those two together, you're going to do really well from it. You're going to have a good value um, strategy there. So yeah, that I think that I think on the premise it will work. I think you should track it. I can't say whether I think it will work or not, or it'd be more profitable. The only way to find out is to test it uh, and then compare it. So that's the f- great thing by tracking the data. You could do it Could do it two ways. If you're putting the full stake on at 60 minutes, you could have that done and just carry on doing that and then copy the sheet and have a replica and then just call it version 1.01 or 02 and then go, okay, this is me testing this at entering at 60 and 75. So I'm going to put £10 on. What I'm going to do is £5 at 60 and £5 at 70 then you would check the price at 60 on the market you're entering. So, for example, say you're doing the over 1.5. What's the price on the over 1.5 at 60? Cool. What's the price um, on it at 75? Cool. And then you can you can work everything else out and you can, you can get cracking with it. Um, so I hope that helps. If not, obviously, if I don't answer these questions in the right way or you think I haven't answered them in enough detail, then um, just fire me another one. Um, just fire me another one. Okay, now we have uh, Shank has one question. Right, what have we got here? Right, right, right. So, Shank, uh, you are living in Australia with small liquidity in our horse races. That's what it's struggling with. And you also mentioned about uh, VPN being viable. Um I mean, I've never really done that, so I don't, I don't know. With my honest answer, if I don't know something, I'll always be honest. I don't know the answer to that whether it would be viable or not. Just my limited tech knowledge, I would say you could, maybe you could do that. But I mean, Betfair will probably not let the account, if it's an Aussie account, it won't let it do the in-play trades anyway. So it probably needs to be a UK account. I'm not fully. Oh, Fay, with the Aussie rules and how that would work. So I can't really answer that in the best detail, I'm afraid. Um, might be worth posting that on the forum. Cause I see that you are also a member and we've got quite a few members from Australia. So they would probably, they would know that way better than me. Um, way, way better than me. And sometimes when I say things like this, people, um, people jump on me like, Oh, you don't know anything about Betfair. I'm like, look, look there's only so much headspace that you can actually and things you can hold in your head. I don't know anything about living in Australia and the and how that works because I don't live there. It's just so that um I wish I could help you more, Shank, okay? So it's not that I don't know anything about Betfair. Uh please don't think that. It's that um yeah, I just don't know how to best help you and I'm just being honest with that. Um, Is there anything else you want to ask me? What's the best strategy when starting out trading? Oh, this is a really difficult one for me to answer. Because the best strategy is the one you build yourself. Um, Because the strategy you build yourself, you build that based on how you want to trade on the time that you have available to trade and all of those things. Whereas I can't just give you the best strategy. I can't say this is the best one. Uh, and I, I think we're not, but for the training community, either, isn't it, we're not a tipster. We, we have strategies that we've shared that we have seen work and members share strategy, but at the core of it, we're not a tipster. I want to give you the tools to build the best strategy, which for you, which is the super trader framework, which every member has, everyone has. Um, I put it on YouTube. I put it on this podcast. Uh, I think I maybe put it on the blog as well. Uh, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, really, I think the best strategy is the one you build yourself. Because after speaking as well to successful traders and asking them, you know, what was the thing that you wish you'd have listened to earlier, and all of them said like patience, and that they wish that they had, you know, taken the time to build a strategy themselves first. So I think that's really important to just sort of think about because if you if you then know that. That's what success success leaves clues. So thinking about the successful traders, what they do well. Well, okay, that's maybe what we should then lean into. So, yeah, um, hopefully that answers your question, Shank. Um, I love the name as well. That's really, really cool. Um, So, yeah, hopefully... All of those have been answered. If I haven't answered them in enough detail or as well as you wanted to, you are more than welcome to fill in another one. This is a free free form and you can use it as much or as little as you want. Obviously, if you don't use it, there won't be any of these podcasts, but I'm going to round it up there. You can find the form by emailing in. It's on our Twitter bio as well, and it's in the show notes if you haven't already got it. So I will see you very soon for another one of these podcasts. I'm going to play the outro music. Thank you very much.